Welcome, everyone, to the Take Control of Your Health podcast. This is Dr. Mercola bringing you the latest cutting-edge interviews to help you achieve optimal health. You can receive more information by subscribing to my free daily newsletter at Mercola.com. Thank you so much for listening. So let's get started with this week's latest program to help you and your family take control of your health. Welcome everyone, Dr. McCullough helping you take control of your health. And today we're going to focus on exercise, one of my major passions in life. And my background looks a little different because I'm traveling unexpectedly and got caught up in some things and I really did not want to miss this interview. So uh, Stephen was kind enough to arrange a schedule to allow this to happen. And who is Stephen? Stephen Munitonis, who is a major player in the exercise industry, and most people don't know him, but he is the person, the single person who spent so many hours on <laughs> transcontinental flights from California to Japan because he is the one who, the first American that really understood and identified Katsu as a profoundly uh, effective intervention in actually radical innovation in exercise therapy and uh, was developed by Dr. Sato in Japan. And Stephen speaks fluent Japanese, and which is one of the reasons why he was able to negotiate this. But he spent many years flying back, back and forth from California to Japan to bring this innovation to the United States. So grateful to him. It's only been here for a bit. Not that, I mean, maybe a bit over 10 years, Stephen could, could be more precise on the, on the history, but what I wanted to bring Stephen on today because there's so, th- th- you, you've heard me talk about COTS before. I've just, I, I really think Dr. Sato or the whole community there should get the Nobel Prize. for. Welcome everyone to the Take Control of Your Health podcast. This is Dr. Mercola bringing you the latest cutting edge interviews to help you achieve optimal health. You can receive more information by subscribing to my free daily newsletter at Mercola.com. Thank you so much for listening. So let's get started with this week's latest program to help you and your family take control of your health. Physiology for introducing this innovation to exercise because it, it it just opens it up to everyone. And I'll, we're going to go into great de- detail on just how it does it in a moment. But I wanted to first um, clear up a, a confusion about this. See, katsu, K-A-A-T-S-U, is a Japanese word for it means additional pressure. But it's, it's a subset of blood flow restriction therapy. It's a type of blood flow restriction therapy. And the innovation that Katsu brings is that it cycles. In other words, it's a band uh, that looks like a blood pressure cuff, except it looks like it, but it isn't because it's much, it's not as wide. So it can pro- it provides less pressure and it's not, not, not a tourniquet. Tourniquet would be highly counterproductive. And it's because it partially obstructs the blood flow when you're exercising, it generates this massive improvement in myokines, which are the muscle versions of cytokines, and it provides so many beneficial hormonal responses. So the, 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 what I would like Stephen to go into, because we had a discussion a few weeks ago, and he confirmed my thoughts on this, and there's, it's really deeply saddens me that the exercise community does not 
fully appreciate this yet. And I'm hoping by continued discussions like this will help them understand it. But uh, the price of katsu when it was first introduced in the United States by Stephen was pretty high. At Stephen, it was about over $20,000, wasn't it? Yeah, we had a big, huge 16 pound analog device and uh, very few people could afford that. Yeah. So but the 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 I guess the specialty within health that really focuses on exercise and has become acknowledged as sort of the experts in the field would be physical therapists. I just that's what that's what the state of the, the the sciences at this point so they were excited about this but they couldn't afford to spend that much money so they created their own device which wasn't constant it, it was a constant pressure that didn't cycle off and on and as a result they started like almost a whole it's a different device that does that and so there's this massive confusion within the physical therapy community that they think that that's identical to cycling katsu, and it is not. It is that there's it's two different animals, and for the most part, you can achieve many of the bands that the physical therapy type physical restriction devices do by just a simple fifteen dollar band. You know, you don't need a fancy device to to calibrate the pressure precisely. The benefit of katsu is it cycles up and relaxes in thirty second cycles up. Relaxes and it may do that 40, 50, 100 times depending on your using it. We're going to go into details in a bit. So, one, one of the other reasons I'm so excited about Katsu and exercise in general that has so many profound benefits. And as we're getting older, and I know many of you who are viewing this tend to be in the 50s, 60s, 70s, or even older, that is a time where you're running the risk of developing a really nasty problem that both of my parents died from. It's called sarcopenia and sarco is a two Greek words. Uh, sarco means muscle and penia means loss of or eating, I think. No, it's loss of, sorry, it's, it's autophagy, sorry. Uh, so lean, not, not that much muscle. And this is a progressive decline in muscle mass as you age, primarily due to um, the decrease in blood flow supply to the stem cells or, or called satellite cells in the case of muscle to the type 2 muscle fibers and when that doesn't get the nourishment it, it requires from the body it becomes very very difficult to increase muscle mass so you've got that going against you even if you're doing regular full-blown hardcore Extra, uh, resistance training. Even with that, you're still not going to get the benefits because of this lack of blood flow to there. So that's what Katsu solves. And I don't know that he did it intentionally, but it, it seems it's the, it's the miracle about it. It actually increases the blood flow supply to these satellite stem cells, which is what you need. So why do we want to do that? Not only to the, increase the muscle mass, because mm-hmm. there's so much disability that, that results from not having enough muscle masses. And it's not just aesthetics at all. It, it's it's metabolic health because your muscle is one of the most important organs in your body to control glucose and keep your keep you metabolically healthy. But there's so many other reasons too. I mean, we just published an article recently about how exercise itself, just by itself, not necessarily cuts, but exercise is more effective than the best selling antidepressant drugs for depression. It works far more effectively, and it hits just about makes every part of your life better. So we all need it. The reason why it's, I'm so enthralled with Katsu is that it it allows those of us who are older to participate in relatively aggressive exercise 
with almost no risk of injury. Because if you're new to this, you'll probably be starting just with body weight. Because even if you were using resistances like dumbbells, and a lot of people make this mistake. So if you're using dumbbells now, if you're not focusing on the mind-muscle connection, like just this bicep curl when you're coming up, I mean, you can go through the motion, but you've got to contract that bicep. And it's the contraction, your mind telling it to contract and the weight that makes a difference. So you can do this with that with zero weight, just your arm. So you can come up and I could I could put put that concept. I can get massive benefits with zero weight. We'll talk about different ways you can do that. So why don't you comment on that? The importance of exercise, but the benefits you're seeing, the type of in, in a large population, because you you regularly help people ramp on board and how to learn how to use this. And you're getting lots of feedback and you're in the trenches with the community. Yes. And I, I love how you uh, explain about sarcopenia, um, mm-hmm. a word that's not commonly known, but is everywhere around us. Go to Costco, mm-hmm. go to the uh, park, wherever, wherever you see older people, you see that. Now, well, the advantage of Dr. Sato and the cardiologists in Japan had is Japan is the most rapidly aging, the oldest society in the world, in, in world history. And they identified in the 1990s that sarcopenia, the loss of balance, simply falling, was going to actually lead to economic disaster <laughs> because the cost of their, their very, very large um, uh, older population, older meaning older than 65, their, their, their population pyramid had, had reversed. And they said, what can we do now in the 1990s to help our population not have the, the, the downfalls of sarcopenia? How can we help a, a 65-year-old man walk down the street if he stumbles on something, have the leg strength to catch himself? Now, they knew that they couldn't take the average 65-year-old man and say, go to Gold's Gym. You know, go go start lifting weights. That that was a that was a non-starter. So what they were considered was, well, how do we help these people at their home doing everyday activities, walking your dog, um, um, uh, you know, cleaning your countertop, uh, practicing golf swings, just stretching. And katsu was the answer. And and the the other a part of this puzzle was, as you know, Dr. Mercola, if you use katsu, like you said, and you really have that mind-body focus, you can really get after it. But the average non-athlete, the average person isn't going to get after it because that rate of perceived exertion was too high. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're an athlete or former athlete, you know, you can get after it. You can you can fill the pump. That's not a problem. If you've had a lifetime of sedentary, if you had a sedentary lifestyle for many decades, you just can't get after it right away. You're not mo- motivationally interested in that. However, with the cut cycle, it's basically this very, very clever biohack that will un- allow the muscles to work, will allow the vascular tissue to become more elastic as the person they don't perceive the pain of, of heavy lifting. 
-hmm. However, their vascular tissue and their muscle fibers are being worked out just as effectively, and they can do it for a longer period of time. Going out, putting the cots bands on your legs and walking down the, to the beach or walking your dog or just walking around the neighborhood, standing, you know, uh, uh, cleaning your, your windows of your house, folding your clothes, banging out emails. All of these things can be done with the cots, uh, psych, with the cots bands on, on your arms or legs. You're getting the benefit of exercise. All of those beta endorphins are being produced. <laughs> All of those uh, 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 hormones and metabolites that you speak so eloquently about, those are being produced as you're doing simple things. And that is the way to get the older population in Japan, in the United States, around the world to actually understand you can, you can stop sarcopenia. You can stop it in its place but you have to exercise. You don't have to run a 10K. You don't have to go down to Gold's Gym. Put on the COTS bands and live your life as you wish it to be. And mm -hmm. the, the bands will do, will be the mechanism that your body is working out. You touch upon the uh, cycle. So pressure on, pressure off. And in our uh, standard device, it's 30 seconds of compression pressure. And then five seconds of release, 30 seconds on, five seconds release. A very, very important part of that protocol, that procedure, is that each time you have the 30 seconds of compression, there is slightly more, incrementally more pressure. It's not enough that uh, you and I can psychologically feel that. But it's enough that our capillaries and our vascular tissue <laughs> and our veins feel it. They are impacted by just a very, very slight improvement. And that fine tuning of what was the optimal time, what was the optimal increase in pressure, that took 30 plus years of Dr. Sato's <laughs> relentless. A lot of time. Yes. And, and you know, you, you can imagine, I, I've been to his laboratory so many times where he has notebooks and notebooks, just handwritten of just experiment over week after week, month after month, year after year. And finally, he found he fine-tuned it. The second um, difference between BFR, standard BFR, as, as we know it in the physical therapy world, and katsu is actually the shape of the air bladder inside the band. So, you know, this is your standard blood pressure cuff, you know, everybody's taking their blood pressure. With katsu, there is a narrow um, air bladder. And when it inflates, it inflates in an oval shape. That oval shape means that the pressure on the arterial flow is minimal. But the pressure on the venous flow, so from your from your lens back to your torso, is much more. And that is the secret that Dr. Sato found. He wanted to engorge the vascular tissue of your limbs in blood. That was the catalyst for all of these biochemical changes that, that you and I know of so well. Yeah. And that's why you really don't want to use the, the inexpensive BFR bands, typically under a hundred dollars, but you can find them as low as $15 just for the arms, which yeah. most people want using. Uh, because it's it's a different thing. There's a there's a risk there. You're going to get a tourniquet, which is really really hard to do. 
with this. But I what but why don't you ex, thank you for explaining the, the cost, but why don't we go into the differences between what physical therapist understanding of blood flow restriction therapy is versus what katsu is because it's two different worlds yeah you know the the current uh state of the of the physical therapy market is more muscle growth muscle hypertrophy is the is the goal of of bfr in fact dr sato and his team of cardiologists in tokyo they were focused also on muscle but they were literally focused on the vascular tissue when you talk to Dr. Sato, when you talk to the cardiologists, the Katz cardiologists in Japan, our vascular tissue is the muscle that they are focused on. The, the, the actual patent, the key patent of Dr. Sato is the vascular, the, the strengthening of the vascular tissue. That was the focus. Now they knew that if they made that our vascular tissue more elastic, basically anti-aging, enabling our, our vascular tissue to be as elastic as it was when we were in our teens and our 20s, they realized that that was a catalyst for a variety of, of, of uh, hormonal uh, production, uh, everything from nitric oxide, uh, VEGF, vascoendothelial growth factor, et cetera. So their focus was engorging the lemon blood to the point where your hands or your feet, if you're using your leg bands, get a pink, rosy. And in some cases, you know, if you've been doing it long enough, I mean, a dark, dark red. We want the vascular tissue of our arms and legs to be very, very much engorged in blood. Therefore, simple movement and simple movement doesn't even mean to use dumbbells. I mean, you could just... As you know, Dr. McCall, you go up and down slowly with your biceps, with your limbs properly and, and slowly, and that's very key, slowly. You want to ramp up very slowly, uh, engorged in blood, you feel that lactate. You feel that metabolic waste build up very, very efficiently. And so that, that, that's a real focus. We focus on the vascular tissue and the, and the re resultant hormonal response, as opposed to a simple, well, not simple, it's still profound, but a, 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 a focus on the muscular strength. Okay. So thanks for, for bringing that into it. Yeah, I've been uh, listening to a few of the uh, podcast, or I guess you want to call them podcasts, but the training sessions that you have with new users who buy the katsu, and that's a really... I was previously aware of the benefits. So if a person buys one of these things, you know, where they've got the four bands and the right. compressor, how do they, how do they get it to work? Well, you've, you've got this uh, educational service that you offer once or twice a week and people come on and ask any questions and you walk them through the whole process. So I listened to a few of those and was really surprised that most people, they're, they're not using them with heavy weights at all. Well, you, first of all, you don't use them with heavy weights, but they're not right. using them with weights at all. They're just using with the activities of daily living, ADL. So yeah. washing the dishes, typing on your computer, walking the dog, as you mentioned. So that is sufficient to start. Yeah. And you and and what has your experience been with people who start that way? It, how is it like most people? Is it 75, 80, 90 percent? And then if what that what is that percentage? And then how long after they're doing it be, before they're feeling so much better? and great and powerful that they're they're at least interested in exploring some minor or, or 
mild resistance training? Oh, it's it's profoundly uh, exciting. So you have I'll, I'll put two buckets in general. Mm-hmm. The non-athletes who start katsu doing average everyday things. Mm-hmm. Once they see their increased strength, once they mm-hmm. start looking in the mirror and seeing some definition in their arms, their core, their legs, they actually get motivationally excited to do more. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've had women come up to me and said, you know, Steve, I haven't worn a tank top since, you know, 1984. You know, <laughs> I haven't, I haven't been comfortable to show my shoulders. I haven't been comfortable to wear a, a pair of short pants. Mm-hmm. Once you're comfortable in your own body, as you increase in this journey to, to uh, uh, stop sarcopenia and reverse it and, and start again, as he says, they don't start off with the goal of becoming aesthetically more, more uh, uh, aesthetically uh, beneficial, but they see it with their own eyes and then they go, oh, well, can I use it on a stationary bicycle? Yes. Well, can I? I bought a pair of, you know, two pound uh, dumbbells. Is that okay to use? It's really great to see this migration from a non-athlete sedentary lifestyle to a much, much more active. And they are, that drive is coming from inside themselves. So that's the non-athlete population. On the other side of the spectrum, you have the athletic population. That former college athlete, that former high school quarterback, he or or she might be a a runner, a a rower, a basketball player. Now they're older and they know how to push themselves. They typically get katsu and they typically are the exact opposite. And they start lifting with heavy weights or they start Mm -hmm. going after it. And they say, God, I'm just I, I can't do much more than 10 minutes. I go, wait, wait, stop. Don't don't be so aggressive. Be gentle. Slow down. I'd rather you use the cut cycle for 45 minutes than simply get after katsu for 10 minutes. And they go, oh, you mean I could still get the benefits of, of exercise, katsu, muscle building, uh, stamina uh, increase if I slow down, if I don't use heavy weights, if I... I'm not as intense. And I go, yes. So these former athletes start coming down the intensity scale. <laughs> so it's very interesting to see the, the non-athletes sort of go up the intensity scale. It's very interesting to see the athlete, former athletes or athletes come down the intensity scale. And they all sort of meet in this happy medium in the middle. Oh, that's great. Great story. So as a testimony to that, I, I have a tendency towards being in you know, pushing it too hard. But I, I I listened to the advice and never went really much more than 30% of one rep max, maybe 40% occasionally, depending on how you're feeling. But it's all about listening to your body and using that feedback. But what I've noticed is I was doing them, both of them, conventional strength training twice a week and then katsu five other days of the week. Although I would walk pretty much every day with katsu, which I don't really count as strength training. But, but nevertheless... Uh, when I did the conventional strength training, I had to take a rest day, maybe one or two days a week. I absolutely had to take a rest day, but when, but I stopped that. Now I don't do conventional strength training at all. Zero, zero. I mean, I just, you know, I do not 
go heavy. I only go 30% of one rep max, which is pretty, you know, and allows you to, to do it longer. So the workout is like 45 minutes. And what I noticed based on my aura ring that, um, which gives you a pretty good parameters of, of your recovery rate, that probably the best one is your resting heart rate. Not only what the number is, but when it occurs during the night of time of sleeping, is it early on or is it late? If you have a really high, the lowest heart rate is right before you wake up. It means you probably worked out too hard and you need to take a rest day. But when I do it this way, I literally do not have to take a rest day. No rest days with this, which is phenomenal. So interestingly, even though the volume of work is lower, it's actually more because you don't have to take a day off. Yes, absolutely. Which is crazy. Yeah. Yes. So so we call, you know, time under tension. Mm-hmm. How much total time in, let's say, in a week period, in seven days, do you have the bands inflated on your arms? And to do that, a long-term sustained time under tension you absolutely have to use the cut cycle and you absolutely have to do it with non-intense, non-all-out vigorous movement. Walking in, in your case is great. Some people do Pilates. Some people do yoga. Some people actually just sit and watch Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a lot of people who are older. They're in retail or they're, excuse me, they are, um, uh, in, in law enforcement, let's say they're on their feet all day long and they come back home and they just want to be off their feet. They sit back on the couch, put the pots bands on their legs, have a great recovery session. Yeah. So it's good. It, let's go into that too. Uh, because, you know, anyone who's done exercise is familiar with uh, the components. One is the, the warm up. Two is the exercise itself, and then three is the cool down. Yeah. So Katsu was actually useful in all of those phases. It, it, I believe you, you, you your, uh, your statements are that it is the best warm up you can have. Yes. It's at least for that limb. Now, if you just have the bands on your arms, it's not going to really warm up your legs too much. But if you know you you want to be band specific to the exercise you're going to be doing, and you, and a caution too is you never really use the bands simultaneously. It's either arm bands once or the leg bands, but don't do both. Yeah. Because it would lower your blood pressure too much and could be a problem. It's not going to cause it's not going to cause a stroke or heart attack because the, yeah. the pressure in these cuffs is so low that it doesn't cause a clot, unlike a tourniquet band could. Yes. Yes. So yeah. So um quite often, uh especially for our elite athletes, our competitive athletes, um, let's say our our NCAA uh student athletes are um professional athletes or Olympic athletes, they're using katsu in the form uh, in their training. So they might have an hour and a half or two hour training session. They're not using it throughout that one hour or two hour session, but they're using it in within that training session. But most importantly, they are using it before they get to the gym, before they get to the track, before they get to the pool. So when they do start their warm-up, their traditional warm-up, their vascular tissue is already ready to go, already ready to go. And so uh, if we talk to our, our track athletes, they feel, I'm, I'm, I feel light on my feet. If we're talking to um, a, a basketball player, volleyball player, God, I'm already, I'm already jumping it near my uh, vertical leap max. So they're using it before, 
They're using it during and very, very importantly, afterwards. They could be, you know, after they've taken a shower, um, they could be hydrating, they could be, uh, you know, talking with their friends, they're, where whatever body part they really focused on on that workout, if it was a lower body workout or upper body workout, they're throwing the bands on, 30 seconds pressure on, five seconds pressure off. During that five seconds pressure, that metabolic weight is, is being whooshed out. And therefore, they are ready for their next, maybe the next workout or the next day. And that's why Dr. Mercola, if you're using katsu seven days a week, there really is no need for rest day. Mm-hmm. You can hit it and, and again, think less intensity, less uh, 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 vigorousness, and more a gradual ramp up of pressure. I'm I'm quite sure, Dr. McCullough, when we look at your hands, they're probably a beefy red and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, your veins are distended and uh, that's just a, a, a visual um, confirmation that you're really engorging the limbs and blood and then your, that uh, kickstarter to all of these, uh, uh, this hormonal response. Yeah, which is really profound. Uh, and as I said, uh, the other component is that metabolic, it doesn't just address sarcopenia. Uh, and make you aesthetically more attractive, uh, but it metabolically improves your resiliency so that you can really seamlessly transition between burning fat and, and glucose as your primary fuel. And most people, like 95% of the people in the country are metabolically flexible, which means they've lost that. So katsu will help build your muscle mass. And, and by doing so, there's it increases the number of glucose transporters in the cell membranes, which suck that sugar in after you eat a meal and it lowers your blood sugar. So the insulin doesn't go up and you don't develop insulin resistance, which is really a profoundly effective component. Um, you mentioned uh, the mind body and, and really focusing on a bicep. And that was body, mind, or the mind muscle connection, the mind muscle as opposed to body, just, you know, it's the yeah. muscle because that's what you're working out, focusing on a muscle. So you want to talk about that? Yes. Yeah. So it was, Dr. McCall, you had, you had mentioned the mind muscle connection and the only other physician who had ever mentioned that to me was Dr. Sato. Really? Yes. Well, and you know, you know, I'll tell you why, you know why? Cause he's a bodybuilder and almost any bodybuilder, that is one of the core principles. It's the mind muscle connection. You've got to focus on that muscle because if you're not, it's not going to work. Just pass, just, you know, un- unconsciously moving the joint through range of motion with the weight is not going to do it. It yeah. just isn't. I mean, you get some bit of it, but it's dramatically inferior to doing, to activating and contract actively muscle, uh, act, contracting that muscle group. Yeah. So when, when he first said that to me, he said, let, let me demonstrate it to you. So he put the bands on my arms and we did some simple uh, bicep curls. And I was actually doing it. This is early on in first meeting Dr. Sato in 2001. So I was, I was going pretty quickly and he goes, mm-hmm. slow down, slow down. What's the hurry? I slowed down and I started to feel that lactate buildup. And he says, okay, Steve, move your arms much more slowly and contract the muscle up and down. And I was like, whoa, that's different. Then he goes, okay, stop. He took the band off. He goes, now I only want you to do it on the right arm. 
I did the same thing very slowly, uh, contracting the muscle up both upwards and downwards. When I got to the top, he asked me to make a fist and go back down. And then he said, okay, now I want you to focus on that right bicep. Really just put your mind where that bicep is. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that was the ultimate. So I went from doing a, a, you know, sort of a mindless, very quick uh, uh, katsu bicep, because I did have the bands on, to a very, very focused night and day, mind day. muscle. And it was night and day, night and day. Yeah. And, and yes. then so he, he took that and he said, Steve, so now let's say you're working with a, a, a stroke patient and let's say they, uh, uh, that one of their side is affected and, and, or, or someone simply with a, a total knee replacement or something where it, it's impacted one side of the body I said, Steve, in that same way, you had that mind, uh, muscle focused. We want to do the same thing for those people who are disabled or who are injured. And so instead of putting both bands on their arms, let's say, and focusing on sort of a mindless movement, let's take that stroke survivor and put a band on, put a pencil in his hand, put a fork in his hand, do something and have them just do some some movement, put a toothbrush in his hand, put, a, put a, a, a comb in his hand, something which makes them focus on that movement. And boy, when I saw the effect of really that, that mind muscle uh, uh, of focus on able-bodied people and then people who were injured or disabled, it, it really um, opened my eyes to a lot that cuts can do for people. Yeah, Ken. So when people transition from just doing body weight exercises, which you can do go for a quite a while, and you really, depending on how fit you are or muscular you are, yeah, you know, maybe that's all you need. You don't need anything more. I mean, it depends on much you want to push, but if you do want to push it, you can use weights. Now, the problem with weights, and one of the benefits of katsu, as I maybe alluded to earlier, is that because the weights are so low you almost never get injured. Now, you see, yes, you should do the proper form. So ideally, you have a trainer review your form because if you have incorrect posture, even without any weights, that could be an issue, especially if you're doing a squat or something or your knee. But if you're doing a, you have the right form in a low weight, you're just going to avoid all injuries. And that's, that's what takes us so many people out of exercise is the injuries. So you can eliminate that. But if you are at that inactive sedentary person and you've just done the body weights you want to progress what i've learned uh, for me the the my favorite type of resistance training is as cables uh, and a cable machine typically can go up to ten thousand dollars a good one you can get them for less i mean you can get some under a thousand but you know it's not as good so but and it's you're, you're very rarely going to find one under a thousand even if you do you're going to have to put your own weights on uh so that's out of the price point for most people. So what could they do that's as good as a cable machine? Well, it's another type of band. It's called a resistance band. And there's two types of resistance band. One is the tubes that almost everyone thinks of when I when you hear the word resistant band. Those are, they, you can get good workouts on, but they're, they're so made so cheaply that invariably they, they only wind up lasting a few months. 
and then they break and they snap and they can hurt you and stuff. So you got to be careful of those. But there's another type of resistance bands. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, Steve, but it's it's 41 inches and it's called a loop resistance band. It's one giant loop, like a giant rubber band, essentially. Uh-huh. But it's and they come in varying de- degrees of, you know, any one thing from a five pound resistance to a two or three hundred pound resistance that you'd be doing deadlifts with. But the beautiful thing about Katsu is maybe you need two or three of the smallest bands. That's all you need. It's like a giant rubber band. And you can do virtually every type of exercise you can on the cable machine. So I'm actually in the process right now of going through it because it's not quite this as elegant as the tube bands that have handles. So, but you can create things with carabiners. So I'm working on a system and getting door anchors and essentially making making literally a sub $100 investment in in loop bands to equal almost the similar benefit of a $10,000 cable machine. So I, that's my project for the next few months. But just to know that those types of things are resistant. If you already have the regular tube bands, you can use those. They are really fantastic. Just got to be careful. As they get older, they will yeah. break and snap. And, and you don't want to get hit in, the, hit in the head with those or the body because they it can hurt quite a bit. At, again, uh, it's pretty amazing. Um we got to get you and Dr. Sat together because he loves cables. He yeah, loves he, cables he like that. And the, the, the reason why he loves them and I love them is unlike a dumbbell, when you go through a range of motion, when you get that dumbbell in a bicep curl, there's almost zero resistance when you're up this way. Not so with a cable machine or the bands. And in yeah. fact, with a with the, with the resistance bands, the more you get up and the further away from the band, the more resistance you have it's the highest up here whereas yeah. with double lowest and that's when you need it the most when you're maximally contracted so a, re- a resistance band is is exponentially superior to uh like a dumbbell yeah when it especially when it comes to dumbbell when it comes to biceps yeah yeah so, yeah, and, so you know I, there the the i remember uh early in my training and dr sato literally trained me for 13 years uh he's very much like the uh the movie Karate Kid, or if you want to be a sushi chef, you gotta you gotta wash the the rice for many many years before you start cutting the fish. And and uh, uh, we we travel together, and and then he he go. Uh, what do you see when you walk into a uh, hotel room? And I said, well, a bed, a desk, a TV. And he goes, no, no, no. He goes, that is a workout room. He goes, those water bottles, you could use those for resistance. That chair, that desk, you could use it for incline push-ups. And, and it was pretty amazing. We we walked through an airport, let's say, and he, he would just quiz me. And he would say, you know, that person over there is walking with a limp. How would you use Katsu on that individual? What, what are the things that you would go? What are the things you would say? And it was very... Uh, 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 it was like sitting with a modern day Socrates who would just ask the question and ask the question until I got the uh, the answer nearly right. No, that's great. Yeah. yeah. So that we're expected a hotel room and we we're talking about the bands. Well, you got to be careful. Like sometimes I, I just made this mistake recently because I've been I'm still in traveling from the, the, like last week. I, I put the bands or the the, the loop band on a coat rack or something and i thought it was secured into the to the duds and it was was just simple drywall anchors and i 
<laughs> I pushed him. I was doing face pulls, and boom, the whole thing came out of the wall. Oh, no. I went back down on the tile floor, and I fractured my finger, actually. Oh. So you can't with Katsu. <laughs> I, was, I was, but but the key thing, and I'm, I'm changing this, so that's why I come up with this whole system, and relating to that hotel room, the other thing that's the other aspect of that room that's really vital is a door who would have thought a door could be so great well the door there are things called door anchors they cost a whopping six dollars that you could put in the door close the door it's secure you know usually you you put it on the side of the door where it's closing in so it's hitting against a jam otherwise you don't want to come come through that and so you might have gone to the outside of the door in a hotel room i don't know uh i don't know how that works but anyway but you, it creates this anchor and you can put the anchor low, medium or, you know, at the top. And, and then you can use the bands and you can work out like crazy. You don't have to worry about, you know, finding like a tree trunk or something. Because in a hotel room, it's kind of hard to find an anchor. I mean, I'm, I'm in, in a hotel room now and, you know, I just don't see any anchors out here. Unless you go to a railing or a stair railing or something you know, or a banister. But yeah. uh yeah, so that's these door anchors. I never even knew they existed until last week, but you combine that with handles on these loop bands and, oh, it, I mean, literally, it's just like a giant rubber band, you know, that's like, uh, you can do so many things with them. I'm, I'm so excited about it. This is my new project now to, because I think it brings resistance training to the masses and they don't have to pay. Literally, I mean, the lowest, I, I, I've gotten it for friends before, the lowest that you can do, You thankfully with Katsu, you don't need weights more than 20 pounds typically, unless you're really athletic. So you can get sets of dumbbells below that at a bench for maybe three, between three and four hundred dollars. That's still three and four hundred. I think you can get the bands for like with everything uh, between 100 and 200 easily. And you've got everything you need, probably even closer to 100. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty exciting. Yeah. And I, I think that the, the excitement that I, I obviously hear in your voice, et cetera, is, is the excitement that we get with a lot of the new Katsu users. You know, mm -hmm. they start to explore um, different things that they, they can do and then the different things that their body can do over time. And when, when they're excited about themselves, you know, they, they, I, I see them blossom, their self-confidence uh, 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 starts to, to increase. Um, you know, they, they're, they're smiling. Dr. Sato calls it the cut smile. So that the, you need to have people smiling when they're doing katsu. Smiling because they're satisfied, smiling because they're happy, smiling because they feel their body moving and they feel their body having greater range of motion, uh, greater strength. And um, so that's what we try to do in these, these weekly, twice weekly sessions for new users or people who are just interested is we, we have a zoom call and people can fire away any amount of questions that they would like. And we stay on and, and try to answer as many uh, uh, questions as we can, as simply as we can, so they can understand how they can really make a paradigm shift in their lifestyle and their health. Yeah. So I'm really excited because it's to me, the ideal form of exercise for the elderly and the, the long-time sedentary and active adults who need it the most desperately and will die prematurely uh, if they don't get some type of exercise intervention. So to me, this is it's just so massively important. And you're, you just I want to repeat it again, but it's important because it's so fundamental is that you're not going to get the same result by, by strapping on like a, a tourniquet band 
that you would draw your blood with. Yes, you can do constant katsu, but that's a different deal. It's not the cycling you're not going to get. Because most, even with constant, even though you get benefits, it's when you release the pressure, that cycle that activates the myokines. Yes. It's off and on. And if you do do that twice a minute for 45 minutes, you're getting a lot of activations. So you get a lot of hormonal benefits as opposed to just wrapping it tight. Like, because I made that mistake for the first time. I thought I started using it for two or three years. I was mostly doing the, the, the constant tension, which you could do with an inexpensive band. But then I realized, oh my gosh, my muscles were getting bigger, but they were getting spastic. They weren't as healthy, you know, and it's just so much better. So now I never, never, never do the constant tension. I just yeah. don't. Always 100% cycle. And I was I was opposed to that when I first started. I said, nah, the constant is going to be better. But no, no, but it is. The cycle is the way to go, 100%. Yeah. Constant is very non-intuitive. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You, 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 do, you use less weight, less resistance for more muscle, you do less intensity for better results. It just, you know, on the face of it, what we know uh, on what I'll call it on the macro level just doesn't make sense. But if you look at it at a, at a nano level, a micro level, what is actually happening within the body as you engorge the limbs and blood, cuts makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah, I'm not sure that I would agree with less intensity i mean it's definitely overall the conventional training but you have to put some intensity into it so you that doesn't mean you have to put a lot of weight i mean you can do a body well we were talking about earlier where you're getting that muscle mind connection you're really that's a pretty intense contraction i could feel my biceps contracting now and it's intense you want to get that you really want to contract the muscle if you're just going through the motions and thinking that the katsu bands are magic they're really good, but they're not magic. They need your cooperation actively as an active participant. And you've got to, you don't have to use a lot of resistance, but you have to be involved and engaged and thinking through this process of what you're doing. It's just not just going through the motions or just putting them on and typing and walking. Walking is good, uh, but, you know, it's still, you need to be involved. And now, obviously, when you're walking, you're not going to be actively thinking, well, I'm contracting my hamstrings and my calves. No, because it's you're doing thousands and thousands of reps but when it's a specific motion like this you have to be a little more i i think you got to be more conscious yeah what i meant by a uh, less intensive is is any one moment in time so with okay. the con cycle you can increase that duration and therefore the cumul if, if you know if if the duration increases and the time under tension is let's say the area under the <laughs> under the graph that area is much is much greater. So mm-hmm. the total, I'll call it um, uh, uh, hard stuff is much longer, much, yeah, yeah. much greater. That, that's yeah. what I mean. So it's, well, it's really good for the elderly, as I mentioned, and, and the sedentary and active population, but it's also good for athletes. So yes. as a testimony of this and not suggesting that everyone should go out and try to be a professional athlete, obviously very few people are capable of doing that type of endeavor but to me that's a testimony to how effective this is as a tool to improve overall metabolic and biological health so maybe you can share with us some of the the athletes that are using these professional athletes college athletes and, and and getting results with it and that's why they use it and professional teams too yes i mean um you know, you can go all the way from the uh, teams in Boston to the teams in Los Angeles. You know, uh, Clayton Kershaw is a pitcher. 
Caleb Dressel is a seven-time Olympic uh, gold medalist. Um, you can have things as varied as uh, the German bobsledder teams. You know, that bobsledding, you, you've got these large men that are pushing a very heavy sled, and they're very intense for about seven seconds. And then they're tucked inside uh, to Olympic divers, Laura Wilkinson. Um, you know, uh, if you think about a platform diver, they're very, they're a very fast twitch athlete. They're in the air for about a second or a second and a half. That is their event. And so whether you are focusing on a, a, a fast twitch activity like a, a Clayton Kershaw throwing a baseball or uh, 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 Laura Workinson jumping off a, a Olympic platform diver or something like uh, the cycling teams that we have, the uh, uh, ice hockey teams that we have in the NHL. I mean, these are all different ways and they all use diff slightly different protocols. They're using the cut cycle, but in different uh, formats. So um, for example, if we're working with the Olympic track athletes and the 100 and, meter, 100 and 200 meters, they could be using their bands and then working on their starts or that first hurdle on, on the hurdles. Um, they take typically will do katsu, cycle to warm up. If they're doing a very specific motion, like, you know, in the starting blocks, using it in the constant mode there. And then releasing the bands. And this is very important for athletes or, or someone who's going to make a speech. We found that the uh, human growth hormone and most of the hormones that are released are released about 12 to 15 minutes after you take off the bands. So the maximal uh, 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 production of hormones isn't when you actually have the bands on there's a there's a time delay so what what does that mean now when we share that information with a professional athlete let's say um uh an, an nba player who's in the nba dunk contest well they're doing katsu ideally 15 minutes before they get on the court to do their 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 dunk that's they want to maximize their physicality when their hormones are really hormones, their adrenaline, their beta endorphins, et cetera, are flowing. You want to you want to perform at that point in time. So we basically backdate. We we go back and say, okay, if you if at let's say at twelve noon you know that your race is going to start, then let's finish the katsu session at eleven forty five. That gives mm -hmm. you enough time to put on your jersey, get ready, et cetera. So same thing. In between periods, in between halves, we have everybody from high schoolers uh, to college athletes to pros that are using the bands. And this, this actually came from the Japanese uh, pitchers mm -hmm. who are using the bands in between innings. Mm -hmm. Between innings. So, you know, it's a nine-inning game. Let's say they pitch six innings. You know, they were recovering in between the first and second and third and fourth inning. And we mm -hmm. did a test with the uh, uh, the equivalent of the NCAA um, uh, baseball players in Japan. You know, those those young athletes who were you know, aiming at the pros, whether it was the Japanese leagues or Major League Baseball. 
And we found for those athletes who use katsu exclusively, their pitch count and their uh, number of innings that they pitched increased over the whole season versus uh, the the uh, control group that did not use katsu during that season. So you know we're athletes are always looking for an edge, and we we are advising the athletes. Well, you know, is recovery important? Is recovery for a pitcher in between innings important? What about that relief pitcher who mm-hmm. is, you know, sitting on, uh, you know, in the dugout or in the uh, uh, bullpen for the first five or six innings and all of a sudden he's called up in the seventh inning. Okay. Start using Katsu gently in the fifth inning. You know, you may or may not be called, but if you're called, at least you're ready. Uh, what about that athlete in the... Um, and at halftime at a, at a, uh, you know, pretty soon March madness will come on, you know, you're an underdog team. You're playing against the North Carolinas, the, the Kentuckys of the world. Well, you want to come out in that second period, like gangbusters do a little recovery in the halftime. There's enough time where the bas- basketball players are sitting down, listening to the coach, you know, in, in the halftime, Put the bands on your legs, you know, get get some fresh, fresh energy, fresh blood in there. So we do it in really inventive ways. What it, it's obvious for pitchers uh, or maybe but most baseball players that that bands should go on the arms because, again, you don't want to use them both simultaneously. But for endurance athletes like a basketball player, or soccer player I say, or even well. I guess even football player too, it would likely go on the legs, right? Yes, yes. Like mo- most likely, especially let's say in the uh, a football season, early part of football season, where it's very humid and hot, you know that 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 um, uh, you want to you want to um, you know avoid the effects of dehydration or or overheating. Um, usually, the legs are are where the athletes prefer um, prefer it. So it's a lot easier with excuse me, with the basketball player, as opposed to a hockey player, who's got a lot of equipment on. So, you know, it depends um, what body part you have, but for example, I'll give you a very practical example at the Olympics, especially for our hundred, 200 and 400 meter runners, you've got three races, the preliminary heats, the semifinal heats and the, and the final heats within one 36 hour period. Well, they're doing katsu in between the the prelims and semifinals and between the semifinals and finals simply Mm -hmm. to get that body back to 100% as quickly as possible. So uh, we, we have arm wrestlers, arm wrestlers, typically, I mean, we're talking professional level arm wrestlers, you know, in in a, in a tournament, you might have as many as uh, five, six, seven um, arms, you know, uh, matches, within a very short period of time, very intense, very intense. As soon as they're finished, as soon as they're finished, we want that metabolic waste whooshed out. So they throw on the cuts bands on both arms and um, uh, do some cuts. Yeah. Oh, I was interested. I was going to ask about arm wrestles because that would seem to me to be a perfect application for it. Yeah. You know, really intense concentrations of those muscles and yes. arms. Yeah. So, well, this is great. Uh, any other information you'd like to share with us? Um, no, I mean, you know, we are, uh, we've got katsu literally being used underwater uh, with mm-hmm. aquanuts. Um, How do they do that? Because 
the device isn't isn't waterproof. Ah, no, we're talking aquanauts in the in the jewels jewel vern. I mean, literally, it underwater structures. Oh, okay. Are, that are mimicking what would happen if if uh, we sent a spaceship to Mars. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we've used them in submarines. You know, if, if you're a submariner, you're pretty confined for for months on end. So you know, having a you're living in a small space. Obviously, there's some stress involved. Just doing some some simple bicep curls, some hand clenches, some tricep extensions, some squats by your bunk. I mean, this these are all great, really in innovative ways we use katsu. Um, you know, um, everything from a, 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 a long distance haulers, truck drivers who you know they're they're sitting and they're. They're, they're, you know, going, let's say, from Ohio to Florida or, you know, from uh, uh, Oklahoma to California. Um, you know, they're, they, this is an ideal way in a in confined space that you can get a workout if you don't have the luxury of going down to the gym or even, you know, working out, uh, just walking around your, your neighborhood. You might be quite busy as you are on a business trip. And, you know, you, maybe you're at your convention and you've been on your feet all day. By the time you get back to the, the, your hotel room and dinner and, you know, you just, you're just exhausted, throw it on, you know, get, get there. So, um, you know, we're in 49 countries around the world, um, through your help, Dr. Uh, Mercola, we've, we've been able to reach a lot of people. Um, it's really, really, a, 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 a heartfelt um, uh, uh, labor of love that we're doing. We, we, you know, we, we hear so many stories that are, that are really touching and that drives us every single day. So, you know, if, if people are interested, they're very welcome to attend our Tuesday and Thursday, uh, one hour sessions at, at 12 noon. Uh, that's great. Yeah. Cause it's a, it's a fantastic resource. When I was promoting uh, this device for many years, but I wasn't even aware that resource existed yeah. for new new people. And it's it's a great benefit that you get so that you don't feel abandoned. You've got these because I mean, many people. Are, yeah. What do I do now? You know, and, I, yeah. and I'm, so I'm also, as I said, are in the process of really compiling the next sort of advanced level of once people are, you know, past the sedentary and active mode to use these real relatively inexpensive loop bands and sets with uh, handles and things that you can attach to door anchors and a whole setup that's hopefully we'll have available later this year but it, it, which you could use without the cuts certainly so it depends you know whatever you want but i think ideally you would merge both of them yeah uh, you get the best of both worlds which is fantastic because i i really I mean, I like Hatsu, but I think I've got three units, you know, because I just don't ever want to be without this device because I use it yeah. every day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, thank you very much, Dr. McCoy. I mean, it's... All right. Well, thank you for your pioneering work, your commitment, your dedication for doing the the the, the hard, really the hard work of going over there and bringing this to the United States. We would not have this if it wasn't for you. So uh, as a representative for the community i'm just extending my gratitude and appreciation for all the work that you did uh, my pleasure thank you